Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I am Tim Genovese, your host uh, and web developer extraordinaire for Oz Marketing and reputed sales noob. My title just gets longer and longer and longer <laughs> with every episode. I love it. With me today, as usual, Oliver Young, sales director for the Young Automotive Group, and J.D. Diaz Bradley, <laughs> corporate trainer with the Center of Excellence. Uh, today, I am, I am very excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. I have been training. I have been sparring. I've got my gloves here. <laughs> I've, I've learned the rope-a-dope. Oh, man. Um, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. I've been shadow boxing everything. We are talking about combat sales training today. I am so jazzed. All right. So, JD, uh, I, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. What, what do I need to do? How do I start fighting the customer? Oh, just be ready, man, because that is, yeah, this is this is a really one that this hits home for me because I'm a big fight sports fan. Like I love anything, combat, MMA, boxing, um, you name it. I love it. My wife sends me texts uh, on the way home saying, hey, there are fights tonight. Pick up some ribeyes. I'm like, oh, man, I picked a winner. Let me tell you, love her to death. <laughs> Shout out to Tara. Now, now the ribeye, that's that's for, for your eye. After yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what we're talking about is, is it's called combat sales training. Um and for years and years and years and years and years, for such a long time, um, we have been raised in sales as if it's us against them, right? This this combative, um, I'm here to make a sale, you're here to get the best price, and we're going to duke it out until that finally comes to fruition or doesn't, right? And uh, for, for so many years... Um, People have drawn analogies, even in sales, to fight sports, to sports, football, basketball, baseball. We take this sales process and we go, all right, so when you're going up against the competition, which in this case, we're referring to the competition as the customer, um, it's how are you going to win? How are you going to get past them? Right? Saddle up. Here we go. We're going to battle. Right? (laughs) And it's so strange how... The, the sales industry has kind of morphed into that over the years. Now, um, for, for a long, long time, um, it, was, it was because there was no information, no information at all. Um, but, but what we're going to talk about today, just to set this up, is, is why, why it seems sometimes that it's so combative that customers are coming in fighting, they've got their walls up. We talked about that in our last podcast, how when they come onto to, to, to our lot or they come into our office or they walk into our store, they've got this shield, this, this preconceived notion of what about is about to happen. And I feel like they're at their house going, honey, honey, hand me over my breastplate and helmet because we're going to go out and we're going to buy. We're shopping today, right? And they're... Shink, shink, they got their sword and like they're ready to go. And I'm, you know, and they, they walk in and the sales guy's like, oh, I got my bazooka. <laughs> my gun's bigger than yours. Right. And it, <laughs> but it, tell me I'm wrong. Does it seem like it's been that way? Oh, absolutely. Right. And so, so I think today we're going to, we're going to talk or address some of those concerns of this old school way of combat sales training and, and, and why it kind of evolved that way. Yeah. And, and, I remember the first, the first trainings I got as a young salesperson, it was, it was just that it was get ready for battle. The customer's right there and you need to go fight him for every dollar of gross. And I just remember thinking, this is so backwards because don't we talk about the customers, the most important and that they need to have an amazing experience. And so it, 
the trainings never made sense in my head because I, it, w- it seemed like it was an antithesis of actually what I wanted to do or what I wanted to accomplish. Um, and so a- as I went through these trainings, it was just because I, I, I feel like we used metaphors that pitted each other against each other, right? And we just talked about it in a way that was very negative. And so how did that pit me when I was a new salesperson? I'd go out and I'd think, oh my gosh, I have to fight this person. But in reality, I'm not there to fight him. I'm there to serve him. I'm there to help him. I'm there to make his life better. And so it uh, one of the key things is when we started really um, training our salespeople and, and taking it to a new level was saying, we're never here to fight a customer. They, we are not all, uh, us against them. We're actually coming together and finding ways that we can benefit their life and make their life better, right? Um, and I think any sales professional that is stuck in that old school way of thinking of it's us versus them for every dollar, they are missing the boat. They, they need to shift their mind to think, how am I gonna add value to my customers' lives and I'm there to serve and help them in their, in their life. Now, let me ask you this, Oliver, because, um, for years and years and years, since, since we're talking about combat sports, sales training, combat sales training, um, it, we always say it's all about the customer. It's all about the customer, Tim. It's all about the customer, right? right? And uh, the customer's always right. I mean, I've heard that for years and years and years, but then, you know, I start selling and no, (laughs) the customer's not always right is what they're telling me. Right. And no, you have to do this. And if you, if they say this, you go do this. And if they say this, then you're going to do this and you're going to slide under them and you're going to come up from behind and you're going to, as my daughter used to say, you're going to high tack them. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but why has that changed over the years then in terms of transparency? Why, Tim, Oliver, whoever wants to address this, why has that changed in, in terms of transparency? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's more data out there. There's more, I mean, with the Internet of Things and with whatever, what is going on in regards to transparency in business, the, the customer has, um, has just as much information as we have. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Great right? thing. And, um, and how and when a customer walks in with that now we can just help them more and we start in a in a place where we're already i know as much as the customer knows and we can now work from a a a a place at which we can get to yes quicker and and help somebody buy something that they're wanting to do right so we're not trying to outmaneuver one another this should be this should be something that ends up as a mutually beneficial arrangement right you you get you know you get the the car that's going to meet your needs and provide you the features and and you know give you all of the things that you've wanted out of your out of a vehicle for years and years and years or however long Uh, and you know i get a paycheck right well and let me ask the sales noob Right. You ready? Newbie? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. So let me ask you this now, based on since you haven't been doing this very long. Sure. Based on your experience in buying um, and all of the information that's out there, are you more educated um, and closer to really buying something before you even go in? Oh, I, I know what I want before I'm on the lot. Yeah, because I, I do I do all my research on the Internet. I'll, I'll look up, you know, if I'm buying a car, for example, I'll look up the inventory online. I'll, I'll you know, make sure that it's priced fairly. Uh, I will, uh, you know, look at the reviews. Uh, you know, I'll look at the features. I pretty much know what I want when I when I set foot on the lot. Right. So if, if, if all the information's out there, 
the information superhighway, right? Um, AOL. I remember AOL. Anybody I worked remember? for AOL. <laughs> <laughs> they just let you wear Star Wars gear. That's the only reason you were there. Um, but if the information is out there then and the transparency is there, what is the only thing that you have that differentiates you from the competition? Your customer service. Yeah, absolutely. Customer experience. Absolutely. Right? And I, and I think that's what this this is boiling down to is that when we're talking about training sales forces and becoming better sales professionals, um, that old school way of combat sales training just doesn't work. So how then, and Oliver, I'll let you address this, how then do you get to a yes with somebody if you've been or grown up in this mentality of it's you versus me, I'm going to take you down, I'm going to take you out? Yeah, absolutely. So first... Um uh, it, it's really interesting because where the fight comes from isn't necessarily just our training. And, and JD, because I just want to make sure we don't miss this, is the way salespeople are portrayed in movies and in media and all that is, are these greasy people right. that are here to just scam you, right? So how does the customer walk in? They walk in ready to fight. Believing it. Because in the past, that's what we've trained. We've trained them to fight us, right? And so our customers come in ready to fight. And we have to be ready to say, I'm not here to fight with you. I'm here to help you. Yeah. I you, shouldn't have to sell you anything. I'm here to help you buy. Yeah. I, I've got products that will absolutely benefit your life. And I'm not going to fight you at all. I'm here to help make sure that my products take you to a happier place in your life. Right. And so I think that's really important is that the training is not only on the sell side, it's also our customers get trained that they should come in prepared for a fight. And we have to disarm them and say, this isn't a fight. This isn't me versus you time. This is a, let's talk about making your life better through the products right, I have. Right. Well, and that, that actually brings up an interesting point too, because I know I said typically when, when I land on a lot or when I land in a showroom or, or, you know, when I'm, when I'm out shopping for a big ticket item, I typically already know what I want. That doesn't mean that that's what I'm going to leave with yep. because there might be a better option. Yep. And I don't, I might not know that as, as the, as the buyer, I don't know you know, I, I know enough to know what I want, but I don't know enough to know what all is out there that might be better. Right. So statistically speaking, then um, they say that 80 plus percent of people will buy something than originally what they came to see something completely different than we do have to take them through some kind of a process. Yeah, we absolutely have to take them through a process. And and the interesting thing is the 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 fighting techniques right? The combative sales techniques that I was taught, they're, they are not bad techniques, right? Um, and let's just t take one example, bypassing, right? When a customer brings up price really early, when they're looking at different things, sometimes we bypass the price. Um, and it was taught to me that bypassing is like avoiding a jab, right? JD, you're, Oh you're, yeah. Slip the, the jab, baby. The customer's you jabbing slip at the you jab. you've got to, you've got to defend yourself so that you can go around and then you can punch them when you get, uh, past that, right. Or whatever. And it was, a, again, it was taught as a fighting technique against the customer, but what is bypassing? Bypassing is really saying, 
right now, the price isn't important because there's other things that are more important than price, like, let's say, the color or the usefulness of it, or if it will do the things that you want. Because if it won't do the things you want, the price doesn't matter. So first, finding out what the customer wants and needs are from the product before you talk about price is a good way to help the customer find the right thing that will benefit their life before you talk about the price that they will have to pay in order to get that value, right? And so bypassing isn't a combative skill. It's just taught in a combative way, which sets our mentality against our customer rather than as a tool that's designed to help the customer succeed in their life with your product. You know, what's funny about that. And this just came to my head. It's, uh, have you ever seen a sales training where, um, one person is the customer and another person is a sales professional and where do we usually sit them? facing right each other, across from yep. each other like we're gonna posture and we're about to fight and that's and that's it's given me some real mental uh anxiety right now because i train this way um to where i'm like all right they're gonna say this and now you're gonna say this when what if they were sitting next to each other and it was more of a conversation as far as a role play was concerned and i think it takes on a whole new meaning yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and those little subtle cues of, hey, no, 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 this isn't a fight. We're going to sit next to the customer or, you know, role playing like that. That allows us as salespeople to approach our customers in a completely more healthy way and a way that isn't sparking that fight or flight right? I've got, you're where you're running out with a bunch of adrenaline to face the customer. Instead, you're just going, no, I'm just here to help you. I'll show you. Yeah, we're, we're good. What what about this though? Let me, and, and so settle my mind here because I was always taught that the art of negotiation to me is, is heavy in combat sales training, right? It's about negotiating. It's about, you are going to try to get the the least amount of price that you can, the best price you possibly can. And I want to make the most amount of gross profit I possibly can. So how do you get rid of that mentality, man? Because negotiation is a big thing. Yeah. And and negotiation, uh, a lot of times when we initially look at negotiation, we say the things like it's us against them, right? We say, you've got to get as much as you can and they've got to get as little, right? Or whatever. But what's the reality of a negotiation? The The reality of a negotiation is you're both working together for a combined goal. What? So, If you're both going to be saying yes at the end of the day, then you're both succeeding at at whatever terms you agree to. And so negotiation isn't a fight. It's actually a coming together, right? Um, There's a wonderful book called Getting to Yes. And it's a and and it breaks it down of negotiation isn't about me against you. It's actually about how do we come together and build more value on both sides. At the end of the day, as a salesperson, we have to make money. So so what do you think about the philosophy? And I can't remember where I've heard this. I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to cite it. Um, but what do you think about the philosophy that a good negotiation is one in which both parties uh, leave feeling like they've given something up? Um, I I so a good negotiation I, and I would just twist that a little bit 
is not only that both parties gave something up, but that both parties worked together to create more value than if they were apart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does that like, make sense? Yeah. Both parties come together to a consensus that this is what's best for everyone. For, yep, absolutely. You're creating the best win-win scenario between the two of you, regardless of what that is. Right. Um, uh, and that's what negotiation is all about. And that's why it's not a fight. It's actually saying, me and you are going to work through this because you want this product and you have money and I need money. And so let's walk through which different ways we can work through you leaving with this product and me leaving with the money I need to make. Well, and think about the times we're in right now, right? We're just coming out or or at least starting to ease a a shade up on COVID-19 where manufacturers of products, goods, and services um, all started to kind of put a serious halt on things. And so now there are things that are not readily available. So now you got people that are literally saying, um, no, you're going to pay this and that's what you're going to pay. Um, and so it's hard to put on that negotiation hat as a sales professional and really understand that how you build long term term, sustainable, loyal business, right? Repeat and referral business is by doing exactly what we're talking about. And it's not always about just saying, well, because I have it, you're going to pay for it. It's how do we arrive at? Yes. How do we make it beneficial for all all parties involved? And that's going to create sustainable down the road business, because I think we can all agree in these times, sustainable, loyal business is what pushes you through hard times. Yeah. And, that, and that's that's the key is is this isn't a one time deal or it shouldn't be a one time deal. Right. Right there. Um, because I, I can get your money once and great. Good for me. Bully for me. Um, but if if I can make a, a friend in you, if I can make a repeat customer out of you, uh, then that's good for me. That's good for you. Yep. And that is not combat sales training, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. At all. Yep. And and we we need to get rid of it. We need to rid the world of us versus them sales training. You're so pushing <laughs> against the status quo right now. I love it. And we need to get to how can we serve the customers that stand in front of us. That's and that's that's fantastic. Yeah, you're you're a you're a revolutionary, I think. Um, <laughs> so I've I've got my recap. It's going to be a very short recap, but I've got my recap. But before we jump into that, um, any action items? Uh, I feel like the action item at this point should be what I want you to think about, especially all of you sales professionals, is. Um, I want you to write down the things that you feel like in your process might be combative, right? Might fall under that combat sales training and see how you can adjust that in order to align yourself with the customer. And we're talking about physically making a list of how and and recognizing what in your process might be something that's too combative, but how you can still adjust that to align with the customer and we can arrive at that yes. I love it. I love it. All right. So I've been taking, as usual, copious notes. Um, so so here's what I've got. This has been a highly philosophical conversation, Very. I think, re- regarding sales. But this is this is really good stuff. Um, basically, uh, we we can't think about uh, we can't think about a sale. We can't think about a negotiation as a battle. This isn't sports. This isn't war. This is this is finding common ground. This is basically trying uh, to to do what we can to get to a mutual yes. Right. So it's it's really all about the customer. Transparency makes sure that it's all about the customer. Um, we're we're not trying to outmaneuver each other. Um, negotiation is not a fight between two people. 
people. It's just two people working together uh, to, to get on the same page, to get towards the same yes. Uh, and uh, I love this philosophy that, that uh, you kind of amended, that uh, a good negotiation is when two people work together to create more value than if they were apart. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's some really fantastic, some really good philosophical sales uh, advice. Um, and I think it, it will go a long way in changing how not only you individually look at a sale, but, but how the industry looks at sales, how, uh, how even customers look at sales for years to come. It's where we go moving forward, I'll tell you what. Absolutely. Uh, so again, this has been fantastic, guys. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, for anybody listening, uh, please send us some questions, send us some ideas for future podcasts to podcast at youngcoe.com. And absolutely, please go online, get on iTunes, rate us, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing, and share this podcast with your friends. Get the word out there. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll Thank see you. you next time. Thank you.